Blog Talk Radio. Recruiting Animal here. And you know what the date is today? I'm going to tell you. August 17-17-2016. And you know, have you ever seen a cowboy movie right at the start of a cowboy movie? You know, a lone cowboy, almost always one cowboy, rides into town, a little town. Sometimes he's got a partner, usually not. And he goes to the saloon for a drink. And there in the saloon, he meets a thug, some jerk who harasses him for no reason at all. He's just a bully. And so they end up shooting it out. And the new guy kills the thug fair and square. Okay? But there's a problem. That bad guy, he worked for the guy who owns the biggest ranch in the territory. And you know what? That rich guy, he pays the sheriff and he pays the judge. So the newcomer, he's got a problem. He can only trust himself. He can't trust the government, whatever you call it. So now, look at this. When a candidate is recruited by a recruiter, the recruiter, I'm making a big switch here. The recruiter (laughs) is going to ask the candidate for his current salary. But the candidate has a problem. Let's say his salary is $70,000. He thinks he's underpaid. He wants $90,000, which he believes is the current market rate for a person like him. But he figures if the company knows that he's only getting 70 now, you know, they'll try to get him for 80 or maybe 85. Tops! No higher than that. And the recruiter, here's the thing, the recruiter gets paid by the company. So if the candidate tells the recruiter his salary, isn't the company going to find out? Isn't that a logical question? Oh, no! No, says the recruiter, it isn't. You can trust me. But what's the candidate thinking? Trust a salesperson? What planet are you living on? Okay? The candidate says, I'm the cowboy, and you're the corrupt judge. I can't trust you. But, of course, you know, us, the insiders, the fellow recruiters, we know that's wrong. We know that every recruiter in the world really has (laughs) the candidate's best interests at heart. So there's never any reason to think that, you know, that recruiter is going to do whatever he has to do to please the client, the company, instead of the candidate. No, there's no reason at all to think that. Okay, but look, Mr. Candidate or Ms. Candidate, if you want to hide your salary, that's okay with me, because when you hide something, that's a red flag. If you hide your salary, it means it's low. It means that I can bargain with you. I know right away if you hide your age, you know what that tells me? (laughs) You're over 40. I'm not a dummy, okay? And if you don't believe me, you can find out on Jerry Jerry. The Recruiting Animal Is someone in a cafeteria there? 
I don't need that background noise, okay? Now, before I get on, Maureen, that's Maureen yeah. talking, Maureen Sheriff, she was in Australia last week for a conference. And, Maureen, I, I heard they uh, put you up in a, a flop house uh, oh, where they rented rooms. Yeah, they rented rooms by the hour. Isn't that, that what you call a flop house? Who told you that? I, I got connections in Australia. They gave me some back channel news. <laughs> yes or no, they rented rooms by the hour in the hotel you were staying at. True or no. false? No. No. Uh, no? In the hotel I was staying in? Yeah. No. Okay. No. Uh, somebody's somebody's giving me some false information. No. Okay. But there... There is a story here. You went to Australia. It's on the other side of the world. The time zone, the time is absolutely reversed. It's nighttime yes. there when it's <laughs> daytime true. here. So that's going to screw anybody up. How can you go and make a presentation at a conference when it's time to go to bed? <laughs> it's hard. Let me tell you, that's hard. Um, let me put it out right now. If you're thinking about going to the other side of the world, go several days in advance don't go like the day week. before like or two go yeah, a week and then you before need a week yeah. to, you yeah. need a week, a week after to, you come a week back two. yeah yeah look everybody here's the conclusion i drew from what i heard if you want to screw up your health for like a month go speak on australia for one day okay spend a day <laughs> at a conference on the other side of the world it's going to take you a week to get used to their time then a week to get back you're going to be a mess and you know what my advice is? Here's a fair conclusion. You know when you should speak when there's a conference in your town or where you can get there within two hours? Don't go speaking around to be a big shot. It's going to screw you up, okay? <laughs> don't Am I expect right? to be Well, don't expect to be able to fly um, 16 hours in a plane and get off and um, be able to perform in a day or two. Yeah, everybody, don't forgive expect it's Maureen. Not she still she still hasn't adjusted. Okay, I know you can no, tell. No, I haven't. She's a bit slow I've been today. Yeah, should we pray for anybody's job orders today? <laughs> I, I, you know, I always want to do that. <laughs> well, let's pray. I mean, anything. you know, you guys, you guys instituted this prayer chain. Uh, it's fine with me. What do you want to pray for? Forget it. Nobody, nobody, nobody's telling me anything. Let's just be, you know what? When I started my introduction, the guest hadn't showed up. I'm just praying. You know what? I'm I've praying. I'm praying. I'm here. I'm here. here. Okay. Oh, your guest is here. Okay. Can you hear me? I don't know. Yeah. Is that you, Jeff? Jeff Anderton, the this guest? Is Jeff. I, w- I was waiting for you guys to, to summon me. Okay. Well, good. I mean, it might have been nice if you called in five minutes early, but you're here. I called That's in one all. minute early. Yeah, okay, my prayer was answered. My prayer, who says prayers aren't answered? The guy showed up. I'm happy, okay? (laughs) Okay, now my prayer is you're going to have a bad day. Now, look, I posted the song yesterday on my Facebook group. Did you see it, Jeff? I highlighted your name. I hyperlinked. I saw that. I got tagged in a post, and I was labeled as the guest today. Uh, No, no. Did you look at the song? Okay, I'm going to teach no. you the song. We're going to do it real fast. We're going to do it real fast. It's called some. It's called something is not right with me by the Cold War Kids, and it's just got one line that's repeated again and again. Something is not right with me. Something is not right with me. Something is not right with me. How was I supposed to know? Okay. Now, can you do that? Can I make can a suggestion? Can, can I make a suggestion? You know, these the singing would go a lot better if you had background. If you had the music. And we added no, no. the words. They then. wouldn't have to they sing. Would. They wouldn't. The they singing wouldn't have would to go sing. better if we didn't do it. Okay, <laughs> let's just do it, Jeff. Uh, That's you our know thing. What? If singing you can't... is our thing here. <laughs> yeah, Not Jeff. If you, can, if you, okay, Jeff. If thanks, Mike. If you can't repeat those three lines, there's something wrong with you. And if you uh, are too chicken to do it, uh, I'm ashamed of you. Okay, so tell me, are you going to do it with me? No, I, I want you to be ashamed of me. Okay, I'll do it myself. Something is not right with me. Something is Something not right is with not me. Right Something, is, Something not right is not right with, right with me. me. How was I supposed to know? How Something is not right with me. Something is not right with me. Something is not right with me. I don't want to let it show. That's a great song. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> 
Thank you, Maureen. Shame on you, Jeff. You suck. Okay, I'm going to tell you right excellent. at the beginning of the show. You mean that wasn't a practice run? I knew I'd get things riled up quickly. Yeah. Okay. Look, you know what? I offer. You know, there's people who are begging for this stuff on my group. Mind you, my group, my Facebook group, you can go there, recruitingtricks.com. It got mentioned number two in a list of 20 groups, okay? And the number one group was SourceCon, which is not active anymore, which means I'm number one, okay? Finally. There you go. Maureen's got a group, Sources Unleashed, Sources Unleashed, and Jerry's got a group, but he didn't show up. Is that that in reference to things to do to recruit, or is that in reference to a specific type of candidate you're recruiting? Okay, you know what? (laughs) That's your kind of candidate, (laughs) temp candidates, okay? You're going to tell us all about them, but first I'm going to critique your LinkedIn profile. Good zinger, right? Good zinger. People want that, okay? Your LinkedIn profile, listen to how how more vi- much more vague can a person get. Listen to this. This is what he says about his specialties. I specialize <laughs> in helping many different pro- types of professionals discover new job opportunities through my network of industry contacts. What specialties are there? Nothing. It's like a bland statement. You know That's what the problem is? That's the point. What, I, what do you mean? What do you mean, what do I mean? What don't you understand? You you say you're going to tell us your specialties, and you don't, and you say that's the point for me not to tell you. I I don't get it. Right. My specialty is not having a specialty. Okay. Okay. Do you ever ever hear of a utility player in baseball? Have you ever heard of that term? Yeah. Okay, okay, so okay. But Jerry, Jerry, Jerry wanted to be here, but he couldn't because he was going to ask you all sorts of questions. You are in a staffing firm. You, oh. since for the last eight eight years, you've been doing temp work. Is that right? Well, I've been with this company eight and a half years. I've been doing temp work as part of my job for fifteen years. Okay, but is it strictly temp work now? Are you just no, placing no, people on temp, temp No, we do temp, temp to hire, and direct hire. Okay, so what kind of people are you placing? But but his name is, I'm going to give you, Jeff Anderton, J-E-F-F underscore Anderton, A-N-D-E-R-T-O-N. That's just so you can say his name on Twitter, Anderton, but uh, he hasn't attended his Twitter account. It's two years old. Nothing's there. Before yeah, that, it was just all fo- It was all football. Jerry would, be proud. Jerry would be proud of him. I'm off phone. Yeah, but, okay, so if I ask. Okay, if I ask you how many people you've recruited on Twitter this year, zero is the answer. Is that right? Absolutely. Zero okay. that I know of. Okay, so, so Jerry told me, because he called me to prep me for the show, and he said, don't tell him that I told you to ask him. But he told me that what you do is, you know, if somebody needs 20 people for their warehouse on Monday and it's Thursday afternoon, you make sure that they've got 20 unskilled laborers there on Monday morning. Is that right? That is incorrect, actually. What do you do? Well, we do recruit warehouse people, but that's one portion of our job. And we uh, we don't really recruit high volume. We recruit more like tenth to hire for warehouse. So people that are a little more stable, that have had, you know, maybe a job for three years, the job before that for five years. We're not really like day labor. We're not just kind of slinging bodies around on, on two days' notice. There there are companies okay, like that so in my territory. You- uh-huh. That's what Jerry told but me we, to do, and that's not what – what do you do then? Tell me what, what well, takes Jerry, up Jerry didn't talk to me. I, I offered to give him my contact info to, to talk before the show, but he said that wasn't necessary. Um, okay. Well, he knows everything. Do, Why can't he talk to you? Yeah, right? <laughs> He's a specialist, obviously, huh? Yeah, go ahead. Um, so, like, just kind of like my profile says, we work with a wide range of, of industries and a wide range of job titles. And, you know, there's good and bad in that. Much like a utility player, you, there's always a spot on the field for you. You just might not play in the same spot every day. So that's kind of how we operate at our staff. Uh, yeah, you know what? People. i got to tell you something. Your approach of vagueness, it doesn't suit this show at all. Tell me the na- the titles of some of the positions you're working on. What's the bulk well, of your work? I, I know you're a generalist. What? Well, I, that's what I was about to do. The next sentence was going to be, we place people from minimum wage up to 150000 a year. So basically okay. the only thing we don't do is, like, temp to hire drivers 
Yeah. And, Let me um, narrow this down. What job orders are you working on right now? What job orders? What titles? Give this, me some uh, help I'll, here, I'll please. Customer service rep making eleven dollars an hour and a Cisco engineer making one hundred twenty thousand. That that's kind of the 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 bottom and top of the spectrum. And then we have some warehouse people at thirteen in between. We have some managed service provider sales reps with a base of fifty plus commission. Uh, front end web developer UI UX. Uh, some e commerce Magento specialists. Um, we're looking for a maintenance okay. mechanic okay. rotating first and second shift. Okay, so listen, you listen to this. So your title is air, your no, your title is area manager. Is that correct? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so you're primarily a salesperson. You're not an active recruiter anymore. Is that right? No, that's that's wrong again. But that's okay. Um, well, correct I me. Don't make me pull it out of you. Okay, so you well, do hey, recruiting I, I, as I well. Was little, I was a little concerned that there was no prep for this, but, hey, I like kind of how it's all off the wing and kind of just Well, why did you get in touch cuff, with Jerry? You know? Jerry's here when he I, wants to be. I, you didn't get in touch with me. I, I you said, didn't hey, call do me. you want my contact info? He said, no, I don't need any of that. Just call the show. Yeah, but he's so not said, the hey, guy. Okay. Jerry, Jerry doesn't have the mind for that, okay? Let's not talk about Jerry. Okay, but anyway, I got to tell you something. You do this work every day. What kind of prep do you need? I'm trying to get you to tell me what you do on a daily basis. Don't make it like it's rocket science. It's easy. Oh, it sounds like it sounds like tell you to rob pay you too. Hey, hey, hey. It sounds like direct hire, wide range. Is this manufacturing? Most of the direct hire we do. What? Okay, here's my question. Manufacturing. He does everything. No, 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 no. Don't derail it the, now, Maureen. See, don't, I don't want to derail the guy. Maureen, Maureen. Maureen. interrupt me. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no. Uh, uh, this guy's what a difficult. Industry? He, what he, industries? He, no, no, Maureen, you be quiet for a sec. This guy oh, is a God. difficult, he's a hostile witness, okay? <laughs> I'm trying to there, <laughs> corner him. Hey, I'm okay. the judge. I'm the judge. You know, I mean, cage me up. I just want to find out. If he's selling, if he's going out, uh, from what I gather from his LinkedIn profile, although he's denying it now, he's a bulk of his time is doing business development. That's very interesting. So mm-hmm. how do you go out? I do. How I do you recruit, go out? Mm-hmm. I recruit higher-level positions, and when I say higher-level, it's anything base salary, 40 and up. And then I sell for everything, including temp and temp to yeah, hire okay, so and, let's, and salaries let's, let's below move. 40. Okay, so let's move on. So, because I looked at your uh, your company's uh, Facebook page, Jerry told me to look there, and it's strictly about job fairs and stuff like that. Are you involved a lot personally with job fairs, or are you doing other kind of uh, things? I don't do a lot of job fairs. We're in a different market than the the home office's Facebook page. We have oh, our own Oh, okay. So Facebook you see, page. Jerry was misleading me. He screwed me up. Yeah, you, you sound like you put a lot of stock in Jerry's information, or you put a lot of stock in him not having information for you. I'm not. I am. You might I want guess, to take a different you know, approach with that. Okay. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to clear our palettes. We're going to start again. I'm going to do a little ad first. Okay. Hey, everybody. You know, I read Facebook every day, and in my news stream, it's full of stuff about the American elections. You know, half of it is I hate Trump, and the other half is I hate Hillary, and all of it is very passionate, and all of it is really biased. And lots of people are posting that they're getting depressed by reading this stuff. They feel there's no love in the world. And you know what? Sometimes it can feel like that in the world of recruiting software, too. One software company says they like executive recruiters. They're going to aim their products to them. Another one likes direct hire. Another one likes staffing companies. But there's one recruiting software company, and you know what? They love everybody. As long as you're a recruiter, their arms are open wide for you. They want to work with you. And that company's name is PC Recruiter. PC Recruiter. They're run by a guy named Martin Snyder. He's there on Facebook every day. You know why? He's a man of the people. And you can talk to him anytime you want. So if you're in the market for recruiting software, check out the company that loves everybody. PCRecruiter.com. That's PCRecruiter.com. Thank you. Okay, back to you, Jeff. Uh, let's talk, though, about business development. Is that all right? Is that something you'd like to discuss? Oh, absolutely. I, I like business development. 
Okay. Uh, how do you how do you get your companies? Do you contact them by phone or email? What's your method of first contact? Uh, usually phone, and then I follow up with email and the stop and visit. Some people call that a cold call. Some people call a cold call actually on the phone. Okay, Some so you're making cold calls. How do you identify? How do you identify the the target? I think person? you said. I think you said stop in. Did you say stop in visits? Well, I do, yeah, I, I did. I do stop ins. I do phone calls and emails. Those are my my three. And then the networking events, like go to chamber mixers or you know wh- wherever you meet somebody. So you actually do a um, f- a boot on the ground visit. I do. I do place the the boots on the ground. I like to take uh, bags of. Philly soft pretzels. Did you guys ever have them? I don't know where you live. No, we I'm don't in have Cincinnati. Them here. Philly okay. soft pretzels. Well, where are you located? Fran- well, we're about an hour northwest of Philly, and there's a, a company that franchised their stores. It's called Philadelphia Soft Pretzels, and okay. um, they're great. People love them, and they they yeah. stink up the office with a good smell, and people uh-huh. just come flocking out to them, and then you. Save that's your business card to the bag, and it, that, yeah. that, that's a good tactic I like to use. And then you know, just your fun. general phone calls, voicemails. I try different strategies. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you, know, you do, the, when you do your when you do your mm-hmm. boot on the ground, they know you're coming first. Uh, no, well, no. I I would I would consider that like an appointment I set up via phone or email. So you, they do know you're coming though when you do your boot on the ground. Well, I would say a boot on the ground. They don't know I'm coming. Really? Let's talk about yeah. that. That's fun. Okay. Yeah. Mhm. You know, I've been thinking, uh, Michael, about that. Um, that there, I can see a resurgence of that happening. How, do you think that's well, effective? I do because a lot of times, mm-hmm. like, it's kind of like a pattern interrupt for people. Right. Um, you know, there's so much it's phone. Like a, well, it's like a so phone much... call, Michael. Pattern interrupt. Go ahead. I'm yeah. sorry to interrupt. No, I'm sorry good. to pattern that's, that's interrupt. Okay. I'm yeah. Sorry to pattern <laughs> that's Go awesome. ahead. No, I mean it's just different. Like you can stop in the place. Like I've already stopped in to like get a hold of the HR manager, and I end up talking to a line manager, and and vice versa. Sometimes mm-hmm. you talk to a sales a rep, and, mm-hmm. and then I could I could recruit the sales rep if I have an open sales job, and plus mm-hmm. it, it breaks up the you know just the boredom of sometimes being at your desk and being in your office all day. Breaks up their so, boredom too, doesn't it? Exactly. You really? Yeah. Like, Hold on oh, a second. Some, Let me get in here. Let to. me get in here. Let me get in here. Okay. I got a complainer, Derek Zeller. He says this isn't good, as good as his appearance. It's a different show. You were on a different show, okay, Derek? This is a different show. But you got a point. It's time to get to the nitty gritty. Now, when you you when don't you call fill this nitty gritty. Are you out of your mind? Are you out of your mind? We're talking about we're talking about walking into people's offices unannounced. Things that most listeners to this show wouldn't dare do. Are you kidding me, Maureen? If you be quiet yeah, for a second, thanks, that's Maureen. what I'm going to talk about. I like okay? I like when Maureen rescues the show. Yeah. Yeah, I really do. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? Jerry called me to tell me that last week he rescued the show. He rescued the show last week. She rescued it this week. I do nothing here. Okay. Let me ask this well, question. Well, no, at least you create, you create something to be rescued, right? Yeah. Without yeah, you, there's okay, nothing look. to rescue. Yeah, okay. When uh, Talk when I ask you a question, uh, okay? Don't try to dodge it. Do you fill up a, a, a briefcase full of pretzels and just walk into a, a front desk and say, I want to speak to the VP of manufacturing? Is that how it works? Well, actually, I walk in, I open the soft pretzels, and I throw them up in the air, and then I say, I want to talk to the VP of manufacturing. I need a real I – got, I got listeners. I have listeners there. They want to know how to do it. Tell them exactly well, you what can to walk do, in. please. So it, depend, it depends what mood I'm in and how many times I've been there. Here's something that I'll say that sometimes people maybe won't say. So sometimes I'll walk in, and if the lady looks annoyed, I'll be like, how many of, of people like me have been in here today? And, and what a lot say? of times, well, sometimes they'll laugh. Or yeah, sometimes they'll laugh. They'll be you like, break it up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then sometimes they won't laugh, and they'll stay nasty, and they'll be like, too many, what do you want? And then and if they say, say that, I'll be like, should I just leave and maybe, like, come back later? And, and then usually they laugh then, or they're yeah, like, no, there you no, go. Who, who do you want to talk to? <laughs> you just keep pushing, pushing, pushing. <laughs> yeah, you, like, if you just have fun with it, but still, yeah. like Marine said, push it forward, it's it's kind of, it is, it's, like, fun. It's just funny to see if you can get them, you know, yeah. out of that, like, shell of hostility. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. But what do in you say when themselves. you come in? Who do you ask for? Who do you ask for? Well, do you say, usually, my uh, name is Jeff Anderton. I'm with uh, this and this uh, Everlast or Ever Everstaff company. I want to speak to the VP of manufacturing. Is that your essential question? No. That's, 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 that, well, that's not a question. That was a statement that you said. But, no, that's not what I do next. Well, do what I get, do next. Who do you ask for? Well, what I'll do, again, it depends where I'm going, but, like, say I want to talk to a sales manager, you know, I'll say, hey, I saw that, you know, Steve Hafer is looking for sales reps, and I actually am talking to one who expressed interest about your company. Is is Steve available? And that's just Mm -hmm. kind of what I go with. And if she says no, again, it depends, like, how friendly it got. So sometimes Mm -hmm. I'll just say, oh, okay, I'll say, well, did he, you know, did, does he want to talk to any sales reps that, that might want to talk with him, or is he not interested in finding a good sales rep? Mm-hmm. Kind of do like, a, like mm-hmm. go negative with it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times uh, they'll so, say, oh, well, no, I'm sure he wants to talk to a good one. Yeah. And I'll say, well, what's the best way for me to, to get in touch with Steve? Should I call him? Should I stop back? A lot Can of you times help me? Say, oh, I have his card here. Why mm-hmm. don't you send him an email? Mm-hmm. And then sure, I'll, go, I can do I'll that. say, okay, thanks. You know, I always yeah. try. I always end it friendly. If I if I'm a little pushy, friendly. But pushy many times it doesn't end like end that, friendly. does it? Many times it doesn't no. end there, does it? Yeah. No, sometimes they'll just be like, no, you know, they're not interested, or you know, and sometimes they'll say, well, why isn't he interested? Mm-hmm. And then they'll then they kind of like get deer in the headlights. You yeah, know, but sometimes my point like, is, is sometimes you'll go, yeah, sure, I can e- email him. You agree with her, and you you go along with her suggestion, so she'll give you his card and his email, and you take it, and then she'll go, well, hang on a minute. I think he, he's available. Can you hang on a minute? Yes. Let me check. Right? Uh-huh. It goes like that, doesn't point, it? You point, Maureen. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, yeah, but you made a, a great point about agreeing. That's like you always have to agree with them so you align yeah. with them because yeah. if you go disagree, then it's – yeah, then mm-hmm. you're an adversary, and it's mm-hmm. it's like a showdown, and you're never yeah. going to win that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Maureen, when yeah. was the Get last time you walked into an office? You sound like an expert. When was the last time you walked into an office with pretzels and tried to get a job order? Never, okay? <laughs> and that's well, a Hey, Most I'm not done playing indoors. Don't, don't, hey, my, this yeah. is not a battle. This is not a battle, Michael, you want to take on. Not a battle. And mo- most of the time yes, it is. it's on the but phone. I, I want to talk Are to you kidding me? Are you, really? The really? The animal? Is, like you think 20%. so? I'm sorry, what did yeah, you say? I, no, I said most of the time it's on the phone. Uh, the right. boot to the ground strategy is usually only like 20% of the time. But that's still, that's when extraordinary, do you give the 20%. When do you give the pretzels? How do you give the pretzels? I just want to know that. Do you say, okay, thanks for talking to me anyway. Here's a bag of pretzels. Well, I only take the pretzels when it's a place I've went to a few times and haven't gotten anywhere, or I'm getting blown oh, off. Okay. Or, yeah, then That's I bring like the, the pretzels in. The, okay. Yeah. And who do you give the pretzels to? Your contact or the front desk? Well, if, the, if I'm if I'm to the contact, well, if I take the pretzels, I'm not expecting to see the contact unless it's like you know a mini miracle in the lobby. Okay. So usually I'm okay. just going there, like, saying, okay, they're not getting back to me. This is an account. I know they work with recruiters, or I know they work with staffing reps. I really want to okay. get in here. Okay, okay. Do, 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 do you use job boards? Do you use job boards? How do you find do people? Do I use what? Job boards. Yeah, job we use boards. job boards for some of our jobs. Yes. Like, like which, for which positions? Which position or, or which job boards yeah. do you use? Yeah, which position? You said you're a, okay, both of those. Which job boards do you use? Uh, we use ZipRecruiter, and sometimes we use Monster and Career Builder. Okay, so you use Zip. Are you satisfied? Are you happy with that? Um, it should or well, I don't want to say it's hit or miss, but sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not. So I, is that hit or miss? Is that the proper definition? Well, are, are they? They're they're they you pay them and they distribute your job to a number of job boards. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, you post it just like you would post on any job board, and then they have, like you said, a distribution network where it fires it out to a bunch of them. Okay, and so you said sometimes, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Are there anything, uh, like a certain jobs it's best for and some it's no good for? Like, are there any patterns? Not really. We've tried to research patterns. Like, sometimes, like, the call center customer service jobs are real good. 
Other times, if we're looking for like a network administrator or a network engineer, those are good. Other times, if we're looking for a business-to-business sales rep, it's good for those. But it, we really haven't been able to figure out any patterns or kind of okay. any line. So I mean, look, you're a you always get a we lot of We don't get many Go on. Well, you're, we don't get many generalists here, so now let's talk about that. If if you go in and you're talking to a VP of manufacturing uh, and or, or a VP of sales, and he says or she says, Jeff, how many uh, how many positions, sales positions, have you filled in our industry or our line of business in the last year? And you haven't done a ton of them because you're all over the place. You've told us that. Uh, and she says, Well, you know what? Why don't I go to somebody who works with tons of these people. They have big networks of these guys. How would you counter that uh, objection? Usually I say, well, maybe maybe you should. Maybe we're not the right agency for you. Yeah, that's that's it? Yeah, that's it. So you don't try to rebut them? Well, that, that was the rebut. First of all, they didn't ask a question. You know, if they said, well... Well, I guess, you know, if you, I'm not sure if you phrased the question or not, but if they say, you know, maybe we shouldn't use you, what are you supposed to do? Agree, right? So I agreed with them. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't. Maybe we're, maybe we're not worth your time. But I am sitting here in your office, so there's probably some level of interest you have with working into this, right? And then, you know, see what they say after that. Anybody want to comment on that? I, I, I don't think that's going to get them very far. Anybody? Mike Cox, still here? Yeah, I'm here. What do you think of that? I don't think he would. Obviously, it's not going to get him the business, but he's not. He, he ain't got it yet. So. Okay, but if, if you somebody think it wouldn't get me the business. Well, if, if I if I were butted and said no, it, it doesn't sound like. You know, if I even allude to the fact that no, it doesn't sound like we're. You know, going to work with you, and then you accept that, it's kind of like okay, thank you. It's the end of the conversation. Well, not really. I just simply agreed with their hunch. Like, they are basically saying, we have a hunch that you might not be somebody that can find us who we who we need. And if I say, well, you know, you're right. We might not be able to. I mean, it's not like, you know, every recruiter in the history of staffing has gotten a job order has filled it with a great candidate 100% of the time, right? Mm-hmm. So, right there, that should tell you that we might not get the job yeah. done for well, you okay, so, but Jeff, how do you, you telling follow us, up after are that? Are you telling us, yeah, what happens next? Can you turn it around or you just leave? Well, it, again, it depends on what their response is. Yeah, well, you said you like already, a, a I agree with you. Yeah, looking, Mike. A well, lot thanks of times for coming looking in, Jeff. For you to, what's that? They say you're, you know, I don't think you're you're the right guy because you, you don't work with this area on a regular basis. You say, I oh, well, you know, maybe you're right. And so they say, well, thanks for the call. Uh, is that it? Well, no, I'll say, well, what do you mean by on a regular basis? What did you mean? What I'll do is I'll look for what I call expander words or expander phrases where they're saying a word or a phrase that in their head could mean something completely different than it could mean in my head when I hear it. So I ask them to expand uh-huh. on that, basically. So but what, on a regular basis. And well, they place 50 they, people. I'm going to role play with you. There's other companies yeah. that place 50 sales reps a year. And you maybe mm-hmm. place three. I mean, what's uh, you don't know a lot of people, I assume. Mm-hmm. What do you? How do you know that I don't know a lot of people? Because you don't work this field very often. Okay, you're busy with other stuff. It, no, well, no sales true, calls ever I gone also, that way. If they go yeah. and get rid of you, nope. they get rid of you. If they've got an opening, there's an opening. They don't actually sit there and explain why you're a bad recruiter. You know, you want to know something? Well, maybe Jim, the sales Jim, call the famous Jim Durbin. Jim Durbin. That's what they said to me, okay? That's what I experienced. I'm speaking from life experience. It's not a hypothetical. <laughs> you need some training then, man. That's not how that's supposed to work. <laughs> Look, you go in Look, there. So, so uh, you know what? Animal, here's something to remember. If a person says, I don't think you're a fit, sometimes you've got to punch them back in the nose. Maybe I'm not. I only work with great companies. Yeah, it's horrible, but you know what? You get your ego up a little bit and you go into the next company. There's a value sometimes 
and standing up for yourself for the next call. Right. Okay. Well, that's what I said. That's what I say in the beginning. I agree with them and say, you know what? Maybe I'm not the right fit for you. And then see where they go with it after that. And obviously, uh, yeah, if, they, okay. if they fight it a lot, you know, if they fight it a lot, I say, okay, well, there's no fit. But when I ask the expander, you know, the phrases, you know, isolate the word or the phrases they said that I wanted them to expand on, then I actually find out more about why they're even talking to me instead of talking to the amazing agency you referenced that placed 50 people in that job in the last year. Because there's a reason they're talking to me. And most of them aren't going to show their cards and tell me that reason right away or halfway through or even at the end. So what you have to do is you have to stay close enough to them to, to make them think that you can help them, which, you know, I can or I wouldn't be there. If I didn't think I could help them, why would I even go? But you also can't go in there begging and trying to, like, give them the hard sell on why you're the greatest recruiter ever and why they should use you. Okay, I'm going to do an edit. Thank you. Hold on. Very short one. Okay. Hey, everybody. Uh, I'll be right I'll be right back with the conversation. I just want to do this ad. Now, the famous line, now a word from our sponsor, PC Recruiter. You know, everyone claims that text and social media are the new hot forms of communication. But you heard in today's show, people are still using email. This guy uses email. He doesn't use Twitter, okay? And PC Recruiter, they handle email the way you want it handled. Handled. It works with your mobile phone accounts, and it always shows you're connected, you're sent, and received email for every candidate in hiring authority. So you know what? Go check it out. Tell them the recruiting animal sent you at PCRecruiter.com. You can tell them that Maureen sent you as well, or Jim, or Mike, or Jeff, the guest. Just go there, PCRecruiter.com. Did somebody want to say something before I did that ad, before I move on? Okay. Yeah. Jeff, just a few quick yeah, questions. Yeah. No, oh, go ahead. Consistency. So in sales, when you're calling, especially at the type of work he's doing, consistency is probably the most important thing because it's not going to talk to you on the first day. Same reason it takes six or ten mentions of a product before you buy it. So if you call, it doesn't matter if it goes bad because if you keep calling over the course of a year or two, eventually they're going to need you or they're going to get replaced. So the, the idea okay, that somehow yeah. you're cutting yourself off, there are bad HR reps out there who won't be there long, and if you're there longer, okay, you, know, okay, well, you can't you know, do it unless you go knock on doors. The- yeah, I mean, that's, He's that's, not always that's speak- an effective strategy, too. That works. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay, so l- 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 hold on. Let it. me put this up. <laughs> Jim, Jim, I don't mind arguing with you, okay? Jim says keep calling. After they said, look, I like working with niche agencies because they've got a lot of people right in their database uh, that they're talking to all the time, and they can, you know, send me a bunch of people fast because they've got a pipeline. You are working on a million different jobs. You don't have the same kind of pipeline. So you say, thanks, thanks for seeing me. What, are you going to call them back two months later and say, hey, change your mind? Please, please hire me, please hire me. Is that what you're going to do? <laughs> yeah. Give me a job order, no, please. No, you'll say, please hire me. You just say, No, hey, but me what's again. the alternative, dude? You're just, you're just going to stop calling until you run out of companies to call? Well, I, I called that company three years ago. I guess they don't want to work with a generalist, so. Mike. A Michael lot of people say famous. that. No, no, no. That's not true. That person is saying that. It doesn't mean that it's true. You can say we don't work with agencies. Is that true? Of course not. Of course it isn't. Yeah. And when you're gone, what happens? If you all suck as an HR person and you don't work with them, you're going to be gone anyway. Okay. I'll start calling managers so you guys and executives. Are saying, even if they say no, you're not good for us, just keep knocking on the door. Maureen, would you agree? You said you're a door knocker. Would you agree, yeah, Maureen, just keep knocking absolutely. on the same door? Ab- yeah, absolutely. He made a good point. Uh, they don't stay there very long. Oh, just yeah, keep okay. calling. And if they do, yeah. Now, yeah. You, now you know that you can't sell to that person, but at least you mm-hmm. know you can't give up. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it they tell you the that, you know, you're – It depends on the opportunity, too. It depends on uh-huh. the quality of the opportunity. Hey, I'm, I'm enjoying – just so you know, I'm enjoying some cookies that a staffing guy brought by – and I was going to take him to our HR admin person, and she said, oh, no, I already had, you know, he brought some yesterday for me. I said, oh, okay, so are we going to be using that agency? I didn't think we were. 
Um, yeah, yeah, he got an order from us yesterday, so he's he's got somebody coming in to do, uh, you know, this is like a temp to perm type gig, but at least he got in the door. And the, the same guy I've been Mike. talking to for, for exactly. months. Exactly. Maybe I should switch the cookies. Yeah, they work better than cookies. Mike, did he bring? Did you hire him because of the cookies? I'm not. Sure, I'm not clear on what you're telling us. Is it the cookies no, that swayed you? Had nothing to do with the cookies. The, the fact is that he was here. He he showed up. Mhm. He showed up. I'd like to hear Maureen talk more about pattern interrupts because that's that's a an interesting topic to me. I've read some of her stuff and. You got any? Maureen, you want to tell? What do you have? You have information about that? I I don't know. I don't get it. I appreciate that, but this is not my show. I, I read the tweets before, and Derek would be very offended. <laughs> oh, no, about pattern interrupt? What the heck is a pattern interrupt? Yeah, Maureen, do you have something to say about a pattern interrupt? What, what are you well, talking about? Pattern interrupt is what he was speak, our guest was speaking about before. When you walk in, he walks into an office, and they're not expecting you. You interrupt what they're doing. Um, but on a phone call, when you call a receptionist and um, she, you ask her a question, or she asks you a question, um, you ask her a question back, um, you know, unrelated to the question she's asking you. I call that a pattern. It's a way, it's a way to not me- sound like a salesperson on the yeah. phone or in person would be a generic uh, I don't understand. Give me an it. example. Give me an example. She says, no, he doesn't want to speak to you, and you say, nice day today, isn't it? Is that what you're talking about? Or, hey, I got that a for you. Here, here's another that one. That actually works really well. I like where he went before with the, I like where he went before with the agreeing with. She says, well, no, he's not available. Would, or you could send him an email. And so you, you fall into her arms and you say, oh, that's fine. Yeah, I'd be happy to send him an email. And so she gives you her, his email. And the next thing you know, she's giving you his phone number. And it's, she yeah. starts falling all over you. And then she says, um, <laughs> well, wait a minute. I, I think I just heard him down the hall. Let me see if I can get him on the phone. That's how it happens. Yeah. Your pattern interrupted her. Your fantasies are different than mine, okay? <laughs> oh, it's not a fantasy. It happens all the time. You've patterned interrupted her because she didn't expect you to agree or to go along with her her um, suggestion because a lot of people don't. They, She says, um, you can send him an email, and they say, oh, no, I want to talk to him. Do you agree with that? Well, yeah, I think uh, it went a bunch of different directions, but – I was going to say another good one to say is, like, if she says, hey, I'll give you his email and gives you a card. Like, a lot of salespeople will just be like, oh, great, thanks a lot. I'll send him an email. Thanks for your time. Another one I'll do, and, again, it's all depending on the context of the situation and mood I'm in or how it's going. But sometimes I'll say, you know, Debbie, thank you. Uh, thank you for giving me his card. I am going to send an email. Can I ask a question? And usually they'll be like, yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I'll say, look, I do this a lot, and a lot of receptionists give me the card. And Do you think he really wants to get an email from me? Do you think he's actually going to want to read it? Or do you think he's just going to not even open it? Or good it? point. Or is he going to blow it off? That's a good one to ask, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, like what Maureen said, like sometimes they're like, oh, this guy's different. Or this guy, mm-hmm. maybe this guy's not even selling something. Like, yeah. it just it yeah. interrupts the, the typical pattern your brain runs when you say, oh, salesperson, mm-hmm. defense is up. You know, here's yeah. what I hear when you say, you know, are you sure this guy's even going to want to read it? And she'll say, no, probably not. But yeah. have a nice day, okay? She's forced to give a real answer. All you want to do yes, is get a conversation exactly. started. You want to get yep. a real conversation started. You want to get her thinking about a real topic, not just Jim, a and by the way, this works, Jim This is with candidates, too. If she says, no, Yeah, it works with candidates, it. too. Yeah. I'm not interested in this. Go ahead. You could say, well, what, are you what, what do you think he would want to read? You could say mm-hmm. that. You could say, mm-hmm. oh, really? Why not? Why wouldn't you want to read it? I thought you were hiring salespeople. And then she might say something else. Well, we already work with two other recruiters, you know, or we, we just made an offer. Or like Maureen said, oh, here, wait, you know, here he comes out of his office right now. You can talk to him. Because she might just be sick of dealing with you. Or she mm-hmm. might genuinely feel like somebody's doing dishes. 
she might generally feel like, oh, maybe he wants to talk to this guy because he's different. He's not just happy to take a car and jump back in his car. Mm-hmm. Gives up easily. Uh, yeah, you sound yeah, like a loser. Come on, me. Hey, yeah, sure, I'll send him an email, but let me ask you one more question, right? What's wrong with Columbo? I yeah, couldn't stand that show, okay? Question. Yeah, you, you walk like the door, yeah. turn around. <laughs> a lot of people like Columbo. I don't know. I always hear that, you know, they, they don't want to talk to you, and they're just dying to get rid of you, and everything you guys are saying sound like conversation enders to me. And it sounded hear. that way to Michael. Have you ever it done, have you ever done boots on the ground selling, Michael? I'm glad you I've gone out to visit lots of companies. people using that strategy, and it will work even more. Okay. So you got, listen, you I didn't want to talk to this guy for the past few months. I want to hear what Jim says. What Jim, what were you saying? You've you, you got to think of the motivation of the person talking to you. Why do they want you off the phone? They don't really, most of them, they, they like the company at some point, but they don't really care whether you or another salesperson is there. But what they don't want to do is get yelled at. So when they find someone of interest – disarms them. You got to be genuine. You got to make it, you know, it can't come across like a, a canned sales pitch, but your whole point is to say, look, I'm a great guy to work with. I'm going to be coming by. You're going to like me as opposed Disarm. to these six guys who drop by. And so mm-hmm. it's, and they, they don't want to get in trouble. Doesn't they can't that, just pass your name. Doesn't that sound like every sales, every sales pitch, you're going to like me. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because I you think should watch. so. No. You know our friend Dave Perry, right? I think yep. When I walk the streets of New York, when you go eat with him or you hang out something, he talks to everybody but you. He'll talk to every doorman. He'll sit and he'll talk to someone who wasn't at CVS and he'll chat to him. He just practices being a man of the people, and it is fascinating. Yeah. You know what? It must have been different when I've walked the streets and I've ridden the subways with him, and it wasn't like well, that at all, okay? I, 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 I live cold. in a different world. <laughs> I'm call, on another planet, okay? I want to ask the guest a different question. I want to ask the guest a different question. But Michael G. Cox, were you going to say something from your real life cookie experience? You got cut off there. So uh, Jim was mentioning is so. No, I didn't want to talk to this guy, and he's been coming by for a few, I'd say for at least two or three months. And I did speak to him, let him know, no, we don't, we don't really use very much. Um, and he said that that's fine. Here's our information. And then he would come come by again, and or send me a quick email, and and it wasn't, you know, it was very easy for me to keep saying no to him, but he kept coming, and he yeah. he, it worked, you know. The, the fact is that. But why didn't you tell him stop bugging me already? I told you we're not going to use you. Because he he's not he's bugging me. He's he's not things. being offensive. He's not being yeah. overly aggressive. He's he's chill, you know. He's he's coming in. Let, he's let having a quick you, sit down, five minutes most. First, he said, I was just talking. When you said, when you said to him the first time, no, we, what would you have said? You don't, Did you just change you, your phone, you Jeff? I can hardly hear you now. How about now? Is it all right? Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. I, was, I just moved to a different spot in my office. Maybe it's bad reception. But no, don't do that. When, when you, yeah. But when, <laughs> that sounded funny. When you when you said to him we don't use very much, what would you have said if he said, "Oh, you don't use very much. When do you use?" What would you have I said? I don't know. He no. I said, "Hey, the fact is that we do use a few. We're not using very often, you know. But this is where we're currently at. So yeah. he he didn't just say, oh, "Okay, thanks, bye. Uh, we'll but, never talk to you again." But, but what if he would have said, "Oh, you don't you use a few. You don't use very often. When you do use the few agencies you use, what positions do you use them for?" What would you have said? I shared with them. We had that conversation. It's for admin type positions, uh, accounting type positions. So I explained that to him, and then he, he rebutted. So he gathered information. Yeah, he, he said, got "I don't use you." And had a conversation. Crazy. It, exactly. It's yeah. just a very quick. <laughs> very quick conversation. He's got information. Mm-hmm. He knows how to approach me in the future, and he continued to do so. I think that was the key. had nothing to do with the cookies. That was nice. I gave him away, but he he just was persistent, and there's a lot to be said for that, and you can't yeah. just stop. You have to keep doing it, and it, it's not easy, and it's not for everybody. Yeah. 
Listen, I got a question about those cookies and those pretzels. When you hand over, like, a chocolate, essentially like a chocolate bar, (laughs) doesn't the person look at this, you know, cookie and say, were you bribing me with cookies? I mean, you think (laughs) it's that cheap? Yes, they do. And they're (laughs) angry at you for doing it. They're absolutely angry at you for doing it. Yeah, because they Sometimes know that you can take those fruit works. trays. Who's answering that? Who's, oh, who's never answering take a fruit that? tray. Never take a fruit, fruit tray. Fruit are good, too. Never take a fruit tray. I'm just saying, oh, personal I experience. Like, I lost God you didn't bring donuts or bagels. I've had people I brought tell a fruit me, tray, thank, but you, know thank fruit you for tray not bringing... Can, can you talk fruit, one at a time? I don't know what anybody's saying. Jim, what are you saying, Jim? A sliced fruit tray has juice, which means you will spill it all over their office, and they'll never talk to you again. Yeah, it's a pain. And I, I told you, like don't, don't bring this stuff by. Issue. I don't need it. Uh, it oh, you it, told it them. was indeed. Yes. A lot of times so they Jim, thank you for not bringing bagels or donuts. Uh, so Jim says like don't pretzels. take food. Am I right? Don't Jim says fruit. don't take food. No, no, food. you have to. You do take food. You do. But you have to recognize what's happening. I have seen people go, listen, we're going to work on this, but I have to give it to another agency. This girl's been coming by for two years dropping off donuts. I, I got to give her a shot because I feel bad for her. I've seen that happen over and over and over. Yeah. So it's kind of a, a pity post. Yes. Yeah, law reciprocation. Actually, those and, and pay the bills know. just as good as the other ones. Just as well. And as <laughs> and soon as they get the shot, maybe they have the candidate. Yeah, right. That's why. Okay, it, quick switch. Have you seen the mugs? Yeah. No. I've got one. Yeah. yeah. When you walk I've in, there's all. 75 mugs from different tech staffing firms. And mm-hmm. you don't uh, pull yours no, out. I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a joke. They love it. They look at that. Trash like, and basketball We're talking hoop. swag. We're talking serious swag, yeah. right? Trash and basketball hoop. <laughs> all that stuff amounts to just an excuse to stop by. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay I've got anymore. another question. I got another question before we finish up. So you're, uh, it sounds like, sales-oriented. What about uh, selling candidates on jobs? What if somebody goes out to an interview? You must have had an experience, uh, maybe two or three interviews, and they uh, get the offer. They decide they they don't want to move. Uh, Do you try to persuade them to uh, reconsider? Well, or let, I, let I, me put I it a different way. Are you asking, let's, let's are you asking Jeff way. the Hold guest on. or somebody else? Uh, I'm going to ask Jeff the guest, but I'm going to change the question. Let's just make it the exact same as we've been talking about, only it's the candidate. First contact with the candidate, email or phone? Um, usually LinkedIn recruiter. Okay. Because I usually don't LinkedIn. have a candidate's home email address, and I don't have a candidate's email. cell phone number. Too often, yeah. In mail, okay. whatever so you in mail. Want to call it. You don't, but you don't. So you don't call them at their company. Maureen, don't attack them yet. Um, and so I, you I get have, the person. Do that. You get the person at, at at his or her company. You say, "What's your what's your pit? What's your approach?" Uh, and you do you personalize the email. Is it just a bland email, or do you take a lot of time to show that you've ref, you know looked at their social imprint and and you know who they are and you've tried to make sure that it's a good match? Do you take a lot of personalization time? I don't. I want. I, I'm kind of in between. I don't make it like a template, but I also don't say, "Hey, I, you know, see a play beach volleyball on the weekends." And you know, I don't get uh-huh. into that. What I will say is, "Hey, I'm working on a job with a great company. There's a lot of things they're doing that I think you might be interested in. And based on your profile, I think you it might be worth the conversation. If you're that happy where you're bland. at, and you don't want to hear about that something sounds pretty new. Bland. That sounds pretty bland. But if you didn't say I, I, I don't see- know the person well at that point. So to me, I think it sounds truthful. I'm not trying to pretend like What's I know all about rate? them. I, I'm rushing because we're almost out of time. What's your return rate? Uh, it depends on the job. The more obscure the job, the lower. So yeah, okay. it's, it's so kind of hard let's to, say you, you know. get the, Okay, I, I'm rushing because we're almost out of time. Who can believe we ran out of time? So we're, we're, you got the person on the phone. You've pitched the job, you found out a little about him or her, you think that you could actually get this person out for an interview, uh, she says, I'm not interested in that. And you think maybe there's something good for there for her. Are you going to try to persuade her to go? Well, no, I won't. I don't, I'm not sure I'd like to say the word persuade. What I, I try to find out information. I say, oh, okay, can I ask what it was about this that you didn't think would be a good fit for you? 
or can I ask what you didn't hear in our conversation that would have made you be more interested in this position? And then what happens is you get into more of the gist. And I, I won't really pitch the job at first anyway, as you had mentioned that. But the, the first email, I would say that, but then when we get on the phone, I would try to get more into why they would want to leave their current job. Like if, if they're not super unhappy with something, like with salespeople, it can go, you know, there's a ton of different things. They changed the commission plan. They restructured the territory. Um, they got a new manager that's all they're worried about is tick marks and KPIs or they discontinued a product line and spun it off as another division. So it depends on who I'm talking to, but what I'll try to do first, based on that person's job, is find some of the historic things about what would make somebody that's a good employee at a good company, what would make them unhappy enough to at least have a conversation about what so you see, the, the thing in. is, as a, as a niche player, you know you're gonna, you can say that I work in your field all the time, you know, even if we don't work on this, anything to get specific right now, maybe in the future. But a generalist really can't say that because you might never work that position again or you might not work it for a year or two. So you're not in a – what's the excuse? What's your reason for doing a candidate profile without telling them you've actually got something worthwhile for them? You're not planning for the future. Well, in, in the first email, I did I did reference that based on their background, I thought there might be a job that I was working on that they'd want to talk about. Okay, so and then when that. you get them on the phone, you said you don't pitch the job. You start asking about well, their not, background, not, right? Well, it, it depends what they say. Like, usually they don't just say, hey, tell me about the job, because they know it doesn't go that way. Now, sometimes you get difficult candidates that are right away, what's the name of the company? You know, and I'll just say, well... You know, I can't really get into the name of the company right away. You know, the company, it's a confidential search. They want me to kind of make sure somebody's actually really, A, interested in the company, and, B, they actually have a, a genuine desire to leave their current position. And if those two things match up and it seems like this might be something you want to pursue, you know, then you can send me your updated resume and, and we can have another call to kind of go through that. But in the meantime, what you know? How long have you been thinking about looking at new opportunities? And a lot of times, if you instead of saying why, if you get if you put a timetable on it, because why is a little more personal. But if you say how long have you been thinking about exploring new opportunities, they're not telling you why they want to explore new opportunities. They're just throwing out a date. Well, six months, a year. Oh, really? Well, what what made you start looking a year ago? And then they start to get into some of the why. And then you get back into the expander phrases and the expander words. So now they say, well, I'm not really happy here. You know, oh, really? Well, why aren't you happy? And then they start to talk about reasons. Well, they just re they changed our commission structure. It's right after I hit my quota. And now I have to start all over. And I think they're doing it to screw the salespeople out of their commissions. You know, so then you get into that. You know what? Say, oh, I, I, gotta really? just, uh, I, I just got to tell you something. What you said, the only thing stuck in my mind is you said, okay, they're not going to ask me about the job because they know how it works. They know they have to, I have, you know, the candidate has to spill his or her guts before you're going to tell them anything. That's not my experience. They want you to tell them right off the bat why it's worthwhile for them to talk to you now. I, I, I don't know where you guys are thinking that everything is going to work your way, the you know the receptionist is going to well, fall all over you, Maureen said, and give I, you information. The example I gave you, no, the example I gave you started with the candidate in the first sentence asking for the name of the company, and I explained to you how I would handle that request. So I don't okay. think it's going to go my way. I gave you the most difficult yep. scenario right up front. Okay, maybe I wasn't listening, you know? Maybe I was Probably. Because I'm thinking, I I'm thinking at the end of the show. But you know what? I mean, actually, I really do think it, it took a while to get warmed up. I, you could actually come back again because we're just starting. Also, I was throwing. I was throwing, Before the show started, I, I was going crazy trying to think of uh, questions well, I could ask someone who's gonna, it's staff. You thought you were going to beat up I thought up the show would last 10 minutes. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I, thought this, I told Maureen t 10 minutes because I don't know any questions for this guy. So, <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do Thank one God more Maureen ad. Thank God Maureen on the show again to save it. Yeah, she saved it. Everybody saves me. Right. Jim and it's Mike. It's a good thing what you delegated correctly. Good job, Adam. Yeah. You saved Thank the you. show but by I'm delegating do correctly. Ad. Excellent job. Let me do 
yeah, thank you. Well, let me do one ad before I say goodbye to the guest. Hey, everybody, PC Recruiter handles <laughs> – I should have done it earlier. It handles – I want to tell you, it handles email marketing. It handles it. It really does. So you can build lists, and you can send out hundreds or thousands of email. I guess they're not all personalized, but sometimes you have to do that, right? And you can manage the resulting activity like opt-in or opt-out requests. You can handle them with ease. And that includes Canadian opt-in rules, and they are tough. I'm Canadian. I know, right? So if you use Microsoft Outlook, PC Recruiter appears directly in your Outlook screen. No more switching between applications 100 times a day. No ATS or recruiting software has more or better choices for email, text messaging, and social media than PC Recruiter. So you know what? I want you to go there and check it out at PCRecruiter.com. Tell them Jerry sent you. He's not here, okay? PC Recruiter has <laughs> over 3,100 clients worldwide. So we're back to our guest, Jeff Anderton. It's the end of the show. I just do want to thank everybody. Maureen for fighting with me. Jim, Jim Durbin for being on a phone that I can actually hear for once. Uh, Michael G. Cox with the uh, stories about the cookies. Uh, who would know that happens in real life? I still don't think I'd have the guts to hand here. Here's some cookies for you. <laughs> here, take these cookies. No, <laughs> no, really. the, the cookies are basically what managers are saying. Here, take these to a client. Go get in front of somebody. Yes. Yeah, I, I would not if I was the there. Then there's less of us doing it then. Yeah, I guess. I think more, and I think there will be more people doing it. I think it's an excellent idea. The cookies, yeah. And in fact, I think it would be a great thing to be talking more about in the future. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for having me on. This this is awesome. Thank you. Okay. Well, I want you to come back. Everybody, thank you.